Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Men of Conversation, the podcast for those who like to think, for those who want to hear others think, and for those that want us to think for them. My name is James, and with me, I have Paul. Hello, everyone. How are we doing? Doing good. How are you doing? Doing good. Why am I asking how we are doing? It's, it's, always it's a good. singular question. I should be asking you how you're doing, and you should be asking me how I'm doing. Well, to you, get to the point and get it over with. You can ask me how I'm doing, but I really don't care. How <laughs> <you're doing. laughs> Thanks. What a great, what a great way to start, start the, the next full episode. The next full episode, mm-hmm. because I am doing good. How are you? I am doing good. Yeah, very good. Weather's life, nice. Life is good. Everything's good. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's been a great year since the last episode was posted. That's amazing. If you haven't heard our short, maybe, I don't even know how long it was, 15-minute episode talking about what happened the past year. Not really worth the it, podcast. but, listen, Not to worth it it, but listen to it anyway, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, listen to it twice. Three times. Yeah. I don't even know if it counts. Oh, wow. Listen to it three times. Does it? I don't know. Oh, wow. But this episode, I have been waiting for for a very, very, very long time. Now you be a good one. <clears throat> yes, it has to be. You know most of what we're talking about but i had done some more research and i have some more juicy information on what we're talking about so did she just say juicy yes is it moist no disgusting word horrible word why would you even bring that up my whole flow is off but i have better information what we had originally talked about was something i heard on the radio and i'm pretty sure they had it wrong about a girl cryogenically frozen. I think what happened is they had it right. You just told it oh, to me I wrong. I told it to you wrong. <laughs> or I interpreted it wrong. But they had a girl that was cryogenically frozen because she had cancer. And she was promised yes, that within what you 200 years, this is what I told you, that within 200 years, they would wake her up and cure her of her cancer. That's pretty bold. Amazing. Now, the girl was 14. So what was the, what's the actual story? So the, the girl was 14, <clears throat> and she had actually died of her cancer. What? She did not get cryogenically frozen while being alive. For so what it was is that when she had died of cancer, that's when you start the cryogenically frozen like stages. And the first stage is to literally drain all the blood out of the body. So, so wait. <clears throat> so that is the process. Yes, is you have to die first before you can be frozen. Now you can medically induce someone to death if you wanted to f- to to be frozen in your current state but that's not technically correct morally right in today's age so they generally wait for you to die so so anyone that is cryo- cryogenically cryogenically mm-hmm. frozen has died died first, first. Uh, out of their own will <clears throat> they have died by natural causes they've died by so something so we were understanding that she was actually frozen before she, she had died from died. the cancer. Mm-hmm. Yes, but no, she had died from the cancer. But she was still promised that when she is woken up, she will be rid of her cancer. So they're still and promising her this. Yes. Now, she had written like a bunch of formal notes to the government and to judges saying, it's my decision because I'm going to die. I only have six months to live. This is the way that I want to go for science and for myself. But she still died Yes, from the cancer. Still, well, technically, they, they, they gave her like six months to live, and she had died five months and two weeks after that. So they had plans on getting everything ready up until her death date, but she had died before. So when you first die, and I have all the steps, which is it, – it really is crazy. 
there are tw- 250 people right now that are frozen cryogenically today or around 250. These are people that have chosen that when they die, they will go through these steps to become cryogenically frozen. And it is it is actually quite cool. There's a lot of videos you can go look up on YouTube or online. There's a whole website called the Cryonics Institute, Technology for Life, within which <coughs> excuse me, you can sign up and get yourself frozen. Um, How much does it cost, does it say? Uh, yeah. Give me a second. And there's actually... It should be free. You're dead. No, it's not free. You're, they're storing your body. You can uh, freeze yourself, <laughs> get it for a cool $36,000. <coughs> and they keep you for that, that extended period of time. And so what was the time frame that they gave this girl? 200 years. And I don't know if... <laughs> I mean, I would assume that's the time that they're going to hold her. But they gave her in 200 years... They you believe still there, they're going to they're have the technology. Now, some so people bring her believe, back from the dead. Yes, bring her back from the dead, from being frozen, and then cure her of the cancer, and then let her continue her full, unrestricted life. Now, there are some scientists and some people out there that believe that we have five years until we are able to freeze whole organs and muscles without damaging any tissues and transplant them across the country of the United States or across the world put them in another human being without any damage. So if we can freeze whole organs, mm-hmm. we're literally steps away from freezing the whole human body because the brain's just an, or- an organ. Eyes uh, are just an organ. They're just a little bit more complex. They got a little bit more pieces and parts. Then he said after that that we have, he strongly believes that in 10 to 15 years, we will be able to freeze a body and wake it back up. These doctors say this. These doctors say this. Two of them. 10 to 15 years. They strongly believe. So actually freeze, freeze them. Cryogenically freeze somebody. Kill them. <clears throat> Not really kill them. They die or we could kill them. Freeze them and bring them back to life. Are they still thinking years. that you have to go through this system that you're going to tell us about? Uh, yes. That's Dra- the system that they're going draining through. Draining your blood. Yeah. So what happens is within two minutes, within a minute <clears throat> after I death. Mean, is it kind of like... When you drain the water lines out, then you put, like, antifreeze back That's in That's exactly what it is. They do not put yes. antifreeze back in I'm them. not joking. So what it is is within— I was joking. Oh, well, you were right. Within—once uh, in the tr- once again, there's pictures all over the Internet you can find. It's actually quite cool. Within minutes of you dying, technically two, because your body starts to decay within two minutes. Within a minute of death, they put you in a ice bath. They have, like, this bed— it's got lines going into you. It's You're literally covered in ice except for your face, which is supposed to keep you cold up until Why they don't start they cover your face? You're, you're I dead. I don't know. I, I don't you, know. You can't drown. <laughs> it's not water. It's just it's just ice. Oh, okay. So uh, they transport you to a hospital with, in which your blood is drained, and then after that, you are literally pumped with antifreeze and what that's supposed to do is all your actual antifreeze it, it's it's a different type, type of antifreeze but what it's supposed to do is it's supposed Body to fill antifreeze. all your veins yes and when you freeze your water in your body doesn't expand and break and literally almost decompose with the, the, because the antifreeze won't necessarily yes, freeze. let that happen yeah it won't let you you're 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 suspended in time more than you are actually physically frozen 
Does that make sense? You're not an ice cube. You're just more suspended in time because of the antifreeze. Does that make any sense? It does. I Your mean, body is is as it is until they pull you out <clears throat> of that. And then what they would do is that when you would come back to life, they would slowly thaw you out. And as they are thawing you out, they would switch it around. They would pull the antifreeze out while pumping blood into your body, same type, get your heart started again. And supposedly after your heart starts, <clears throat> your whole body would just like kick into action, brain and everything. I just don't see if your body dies. Yeah. How are they going to bring it back to life? Uh, it, 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 <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. I can understand if you were maybe still alive and they put you in a deep coma and then they froze you and you were seriously suspended in life. But you're not. You would when die. When you are frozen in this. You die. You're dead. You died. But I could see, see it then because at least your body was still functioning. Your heart was still moving and your yes. brain was still working on its uh-huh. own. Uh-huh. And you're just kind of freezing frozen. it. Obviously, you're dead. Yeah. But dying of cancer, your body has broken itself down. Yes. Now, you know. When you think of a life, you think of more than just chemicals and physical pieces. You think of, uh, pe- you know, people can say a chakra. Some people can say, you know, Socrates imagined the cogito of something above you that was more than you. But you are, at least to me, you are a physical being of chemical reactions that happens to form in this way. You could say that's religion. You can say it's chance which we've talked about in previous episodes of of the podcast but that's all you are so scientists are saying with that in mind that if that's all you are why can't we restart it but which is fine mm-hmm. and so the only reason why we're not restarting it now is because we don't know how to fix why you died Technically, yes, and there's and, and the unfreezing process is still a problem. Getting you out of, well, what I'm saying is is that it's interesting. But what it also means is that if you can bring someone back after you've frozen them uh-huh. and restart them, uh-huh. because they technically died, died. yeah, whether died. you whether they died. Well, let's just, let's use this girl as an example. Yeah, she's but dead. She's dead. They're gonna bring her back at some point, ten years from now. 20 years from now. Yeah. 200 years doesn't, from now. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And they're promising within 200 that they have this capabilities of bringing her back to life. Yes. So that means at some point, no one will die. Yes. <coughs> I mean, yeah. Because if you come right. up with the technology to bring her back from dying of death. cancer. De- literally, literally death, though. I mean, it's it's almost incomprehensible to think that if they're you're actually bringing her dead. back from death, and she died from cancer. Does that mean that you have now cured, cured cancer? cancer? Yes, you have to be able to cure cancer. And they promised that. They said that if we do find a way to bring you back to life, we will cure your cancer, and then that will allow you to live an undefected life. Now, another stage of or or, or what they're wanting to do with bringing you back to life is to release nanobots into your body to then either restart, repair, reconnect anything that may have been damaged in the freezing process in the time of death. Because, I mean, it, it's crazy how, you know, you think when you die, the person's dead and they're, they're dead, you know. But within minutes, things start breaking down. Bl- uh, your, your blood starts to 
you know, not have the heat and starting to almost like harden up. Your stomach acid starts to decay. Your stomach, you start to form rigor mortis where you cannot move. You're, you're, you're physically bound. I mean, you, you, and then within, they call it one to two days, you're fresh. And then from two to six days, you're bloated because your body literally just begins to swell. I mean, it, it's crazy what happens. So that's why they have to act fast. But then in this, you're, you're, it, it, what we were kind of going to is the fact that if you were to bring someone back from death, you eliminate death, which is a great possibility. Well, is it? Because then if you have the nanobot technology to go and repair and bring you back to life, why can't you shoot the nanobots into a wound? Oh, no, no, no. I get it. wound in I an arm it. and you're fixed. <clears throat> but if, if you are – if we do have a – if we do get to that point – where it's possible to start repairing things with nanobots and technology and everything like that. That's great. But what happens when no one's dying? And like yeah, yeah. I mean how it does becomes that a problem because right now humans have evolved to a point where we're not dying from I mean it, it's hard to, I can't I I'm going to say physical ailments. We're not dying from you know, kidney stone. We're not dying from a sore tooth. You know, we are now dying from literally our bodies are decomposing before we die. Cancer. You know, your body can't recuperate itself, or a mental disease where, <laughs> I mean, literally, you're breaking down. Your your body can't function before we're living. We're living into your full. You're f- actually your actual full potential mm-hmm. of a hundred years, but yes, what We're happens not dying when of polio? Yeah, and the rat yeah, plague like you, and stuff like, like that. Like you said, like an, infe- an infection. Yeah, you cut yourself and you get a bad infection. That and is dies. A, that is a great question. But and it's great. Yeah, because you're right. People used to die because they got an infected tooth. But now they're and they used to live to thirty five, and that was living long. And now we're living to a hundred and. And it would be great if no one has to die. Die. Yes. But there's 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 a few things with that and you can change this into religion. You can go political with this. And and I, I mean I can hit on a few points cuz religion wise is then you're literally defying God. Well yeah, like with this girl if she's dead and they do bring her back to life 50 years from now and cured cancer for her mm-hmm. and everything's good I believe there's a God I believe we die mm-hmm. we go to heaven so does she come back from heaven if she went to heaven that's what you're saying yeah okay so then she's 14 years old so I'm, I'm hoping yes, that she yeah. but even not let's just say that she was and she did go to heaven so that right there is a big question I have a lot of things on my mind but let, let's let's backtrack a little bit. So let's go back to where no one's dying anymore. We're going to come back to that. So okay. religiously is the fact that you are defying God because no one is dying. No one is going to be able to get to the afterlife. So you've essentially created the afterlife. You've created heaven as in you are no longer able to die, which that means we could either mass produce and create ourselves to not have to do anything and to literally become like a single organism that doesn't do anything like in Wawali. We'll just float on on chairs doing stuff. Then if you go political, if no one is dying, you almost have to, like, cancel birth out. 
so yeah. you don't have a growing population, you almost have to have a set a limit on. There was there was like a, there's a movie that's called Mr. Nobody, mm. and in there they've actually stopped because they people. <coughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of refreshing my memory. Everyone, no one dies mm-hmm. because they've made it to yeah. where you're immortal, and but no one has kids either. That's what I'm saying. Politically, you would have to set it up to where you don't have any kids. You know who who when that technology comes out is staying alive are the elderly able to stay alive but then if you're elderly if you're if you're an elder and you're able to cure those diseases then do you technically come come back to uh yeah that's what i was gonna a ask. more like finite uh you know advanced being where you're you're healthy again you look young again or you know look maybe you, you but, stay but still your skin regenerates you can regenerate the way you look i mean it would just like that that right there could be a topic in and of itself no death Death is eliminated. You can go in that t- for a, a, a very long time. Which I don't really time. think. My brain can't comprehend that. No, yeah. No, yeah, you can't. I can't comprehend Unless it that. happens. I can't and comprehend you're alive during that. I can't comprehend that. We'll ever get to that point. You don't think we will? No. I almost feel as if it seems as if every time we do, and who knows why, but it almost seems as every time that we do come up with a cure for something that is massive and is killing a lot of people, mm-hmm. be it the black, black Plague and things like that, we get over it, yes. then there's something else. Well, I would— People I w- died from polio. I mean, it was horrible. Yeah. We've cured it. I can't it. even look at how many people die of polio. And we've cured it, and now then there was eight. But I think— So is all yeah. have all of these diseases been around all the time, or are they new? I would say that the diseases have been around all the time. So it's just like um it's just like diagnosing someone with depression. You can have bipolar depression, you can have regular depression, you can have there's different strains of depression. Now I, I would say that when someone died of what so, well, so you didn't know what cancer was mm-hmm. back in the day. Well okay, now you can go to both sides. And I thought of something else. We these new diseases or life-threatening uh, ailments, not, you know, like cancer, either weren't around because we didn't live, live long enough to receive them. Cancer, Alzheimer's, dementia. At the same exact time, I think they were always here. It's just that we, we didn't recognize it as a different death. You know? Well, I mean, you're right. Someone died with a cold, <coughs> but they actually died of cancer. So you said, oh, they died of polio. I don't know what polio is, but, you know, I don't know the symptoms of polio, but... I think that they just said it was something else, even though they didn't know. Well, it I was. can buy I can buy that rationale when it comes to AIDS. That mm-hmm. AIDS could have been around a lot longer than what we know of because mm-hmm. because it's just more like weakens your immune system. Yeah, yeah. It well, breaks down your mu- immune system, and usually you don't die of from AIDS. AIDS. No, you, you die, die of like a cold, <laughs> a complication yeah. of AIDS, which is because the immune system is low. You mm-hmm. get the flu, you mm-hmm. die from the flu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, technically. Yes. Not that I know. I am not a doctor, so you don't. Yeah, we're we're no, none of us are doctors in. And I don't play doctoring or even some sort of mathematics or science. And I don't play one on TV either. Oh no, no, like Doctor Phil. <laughs> yeah, is he a doctor? In like a something, he's not like a doctor. doctor. Psychologist, something like that. Yeah, he's not like a medical doctor. He's not an MD. There you go. But he's a doctor. Round of applause for you. Yeah, Doctor Phil, catch me outside. How about that? 
<laughs> it's the biggest thing he's had in years. I don't. Because we outside. How about that? <laughs> and she became so famous for it. And she's she's getting her own TV show. No, she isn't. Yes, she is yes. not. We have kids that are five years old that just won the spelling bee. Mm-hmm. Spelling things that I could not even. I didn't even know were words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's getting her own TV show. And catch me outside. Sorry. How about that? It's cash me outside. Cash me outside. What does she have? Cash? No. Money. Sure. Cash money, baby. <laughs> she's getting on TV show. No, she is. Yes. Or That's at disgusting. least that was a rumor. But I'm pretty sure she is. It Someone is should freeze her. Yeah. Okay, let's get back on topic. Sorry. Um let's go back to what you had you had said though. If you die and you go to heaven and you are revived, are you pulled from heaven? Now, I don't – so there's two things. I don't think – I mean, so God is all-knowing, all-powerful, all, all the world over there. You know, he should have known or he should know that humans are capable of curing death. Does that make any sense? He should know because he's all-knowing that there is going to be a point where humans can cure death. So either, so the, so the rationale of literally you yanking on the person's foot while they're standing on a cloud and falling back to earth is pretty uh, rational. That's that's what you would imagine would happen. But I think that if you were to die, now this is coming for someone that is not big on religion, agnostic. I think that th- from the span of when you're dead. When you're alive and when you got revived, if that were to happen, would be like that. I don't think. Now, whether you went to heaven or not, that's a different story. Well, but I do <clears throat> not think that you would. So you're saying when she, they, this girl's frozen and we bring her back 100 years from now, you're saying that time frame is really small in heaven. No, to her. To her. Whether she went to heaven or not, I think that she's going to close her eyes because she died, and then she's going to open them up, and it's going to be 100 years later. Well, That's what it's going to feel like. You see what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying, but there's also these people who supposedly are in bad car accidents, Mm -hmm. near-death experience, or a death experience, Mm -hmm. where they believe that they have experienced death. Mm Mm-hmm. And technically, maybe for a short period of time, they were dead. Heart stopped and all that. Now, there's no, okay, so go ahead. So, they believe that they've gone to heaven or seen God, God, angels, or possibly in the process of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they come back. Okay. So, is that kind of it? Uh, and then there's some people that would say that we, I mean, I just thought about this, that we're kind of already doing that. And bringing someone back from the dead by performing CPR mm-hmm. or using what are those things? Chest pads. Yeah, there's the shockers. Yeah, clear. <laughs> but so my my counter argument to that, if it's a counter argument, would be that there's two different types of death. There's brain dead, and then there's dead. Brain dead is more dead. You can be dead because your heart stopped, but there's yes. still okay. synapses, whatever, popping in your mind. And what people say is, let's say you're on the operating table and you it's now become electronic. dead. What happens is, is that you, 
in the process of dying are trying to bring yourself at peace, yourself to peace. So you visualize what you believe in those final moments of your brain active, being active. So say you're on the operating table and you die. Your heart stops for five seconds. In those five seconds, it could feel like a, a lifetime, but your brain is going to pump exactly what you thought was going to happen so that you can get through it. So you're saying it's all imaginary. It's all, yes. Is, it's all. Did I just say a word? Yes. No, imaginated. you did not. Imaginated, yeah. It's all, yeah, make-believe. <laughs> no, no, no. But you see what I'm saying, though? So it's, all, it's all figment of the imagination. These people who possibly see God. Mm-hmm. That's what you. That's an argument you're yes. saying. Not that what I believe. I'm just saying that that is the argument into that is the fact that you're, you're not brain dead. Now, when you become brain dead, when you come back out of it, it's like when you're going to sleep. So who does this? Who, 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 where do you go to get this done? There's a, there's a place? Yes. I'm going to tell you exactly what's happening here. Yes. Hit me. They have no plans of bringing this person back to life. <laughs> That's kind of morbid. <laughs> That's why. So you're saying that they're just stealing their, your $36,000. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you're, are you serious? Are you allowed to go see this person? Am I allowed to go visit they're her? big tanks. Can I go visit the tank? Big tanks. Is I'm it a clear tank or is it a. No, ew. You're like, no. So you're no, actually suspended. That's definitely, in, they're just stealing the money. You're, you're, I think I think you're suspended in negative 10 degrees Celsius. Uh, they're stealing the money. Negative. A lot in Fahrenheit. No. When you're in the process of going to be frozen, you have to be negative 10 degrees Celsius, and then which is negative 50 degrees Fahrenheit. And then when you are frozen, they drop you to 196 degrees Celsius, which is uh, liquid nitrogen temperature, or 321 which is back with 321, negative 321 degrees Fahrenheit. Did you get that fact? So or did you lose me? Or did I lose you? I think they tossed these people out back. and Oh, dude. Seriously. That's, cool. That's like weird. Like a dumpster. Well, maybe not quite that far. I had to be in a dumpster? Would you have to be in a dumpster or in, the, in like a cornfield? But you're saying that they they are they are freezing them with no plans. But maybe not no plans. But I mean, it's a pretty good gig. A false hope, maybe. Thirty six. They're, they're giving you. They're you're, they're giving. And you say there's fourteen thousand people who have done this. No, no, twenty five thousand. Twenty five thousand. No, do no, the no, math. No, 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 no. Oh, jeez. I'll look it up. I'll do the math. How many people? No, but, but, but what I'm trying to say is. <laughs> Is that these, you're, you're, which is almost like evil? You are supplying these people that are going through a hard time with a false hope that they could be revived. So, how? 10,000 people. Th- that's, I don't that's think it's 10,000 people. Talk. You, you told me, you had a number for me before of how many people were chronologically. Cryogenically. Chronologically? <laughs> I just like it. You're <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> no. But you see what I'm saying? They're 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 feeding people the false hope. Now, who in their right mind would not pay thirty six thousand dollars to secure someone's life? You see what I'm saying? Life is life why aren't is we priceless. all doing it? Why yes? Why if, aren't we all putting thirty six thousand? But then the down? other flip of it is yes. Well, heck, funerals almost cost that much anymore. Thirty six thousand dollars? Are you being serious? Well, they cost, I mean, depending upon what kind of funeral you do, you could spend ten thousand, twelve thousand. I thought it just cost for like the coffin. Well, the coffins can cost a lot of money. But anyways, 
what I'm trying to say is, uh, but then on the flip side, mm-hmm. so you would pay $36,000 to have your body frozen and you're in this frozen state in a tank and they can bring you back 100 years from now when they've solved what's wrong with you, which would be a lot. Oh, thanks, dude. <laughs> I was reading something and I look up and I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. No, I would because you're dead anyway. I understand. So but you might as well go and get frozen. But then the other side of this whole topic that we can talk about, and I don't know how long we've been talking here, but is 100 years from now, take yourself and think back to 1917 mm-hmm. to 2017, how much has changed. And could you really, truly come back to life a hundred years from now and function because you're not gonna come back with the 2117 mindset you're gonna come back with the 2017 no, you're gonna come back with the 27 oh yes i see what you're saying you're coming back with the 2017 you're mindset. coming back with oh yeah Today's that'd be mindset. crazy <laughs> yeah but then you're 100 years in the future. 100 years from the future, we won't have cell phones. Cell phones will be already implanted, implanted you, into that, our – That may only be – like, yeah, you, you, we could be even farther from that. We could be speaking – hypothetically, whatever it's called. We could be, like, speaking through the mind. I got really excited there. Sorry. You did. No, yeah, exactly. How much has changed? 19, 1917 to 2017. I'm looking up uh, some inventions. I mean, there was – Cars were just starting to become popular. There was no airplanes. The banjo, nineteen twenty. Oh God, I'm talking like serious things. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was pretty serious. Jazz music started to form. Uh, Bio engineering was first. Started to be developed. No, but you know, you understand what I'm saying. That's oh, yeah. gonna be a huge shock to your system. And would you be able to on the handle fact that we you probably have flying cars going around? Oh, what do you think you're gonna just see everything and just fall over? It would be pretty, <laughs> pretty intense, right? I mean, yeah. If you think about it, if you brought a caveman. But then again, would it be? Would it take very long to adjust? I'm sure you could take somebody from a very poor country. Okay, someplace, you know, name any country. Those people that are, like, throwing spears at helicopters because they have no clue what's going on. Or, or, or not even quite that far. But, but those but, people, but let's say you're talking to grab so, something, some, but they, they, they understand what is going on in the world. They, even though they're in a poor country where it's hard to get water or but food. But, I mean, I mean, I mean, think about that. Tribes, because there still are some Indian mm-hmm. tribes, especially in Africa, that are kind of isolated. Yeah. You take one of them. Mm-hmm. It would, I would say this would be almost the same. Take one of them. And you bring them. Throw them in New York City. Yes. Or Las Vegas. Oh, that'd be awesome. Or Cleveland or something like that. And cars driving by. Lights. Lights. Action. Walk them into it. I mean, these people do whatever they do for food. (laughs) Hunt. Yeah. Gather. Plant gardens. And you can walk in a restaurant and give someone a piece of paper. You walk in. Which they don't even. They probably don't. I mean, do they even have like. A concept of money. Yeah. And. Maybe they do, but it's different. More like a trade, a barter yeah. type of a thing, but not a piece of what, which even to them would almost just look like a leaf. I, I want to say that there was a tribe that's either in Africa or mm-hmm. 
South America that has that is still kind of isolated from the unit from. Mm-hmm. There's a few, yeah. The world, you know, and you bring them and then you put them into this. What would happen to them? You'd walk them into a grocery store where there's just piles and piles of food or anything that they want. <sighs> and they're like really going crazy hard to get enough food for well, winter. I mean, I mean, but but I mean, they probably are fine with their but food you, but source, you, but yeah, where they're at. But yeah, it would just I just think that would be a huge not even that. change. And then you're not. No one, <clears throat> if if not your whole family is doing this, mm-hmm. you're waking up in a time when there's no friends that you knew. There's no, so not only are you changing everything technology wise, and how life. the world works. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and just and forget about technology. We were talking about how much technology has changed in a hundred years from mm-hmm. 1910. 1917 to 2017 think about socially oh morals you know all of that it may not even be morally right to revive them but but you know let me think about that though but 1917 you you still you know there were people that didn't want an african-american to date a uh and that wasn't even that was like during martin luther king yeah so you know what i'm saying and now today socially mm-hmm. things have changed so much and we're so hey, much you might even have one one race a hundred years in the future well a hundred years I wouldn't say that well, well, but still you would have a lot more of a mix than you would have like concrete yeah I don't know if it would happen in a hundred years but a hundred years is only five generations oh that's true yeah that's technically, true yeah. technically only five okay, generations well, I think that if the humans are on the earth for another thousand years then you might have a better shot then maybe that it, it will be a blending and mixing but but let's say you were to go get one of those, let's go back to that let's say you were to get one of those African tribe members would they even be able to comprehend what is so let's say you were to grab them and then explain to them that you are putting them on an airplane this is a metal house but I mean yeah and we are going to move <laughs> fast enough to fly like a bird. I mean, like, would they even, like, even if they were looking out the window and seeing the ground, would they even know that they're looking at the ground? That would probably, I mean, like, and same exact thing. I'm, in a hundred years, I'm, would you yeah. even be able to know what is going on? Would you be forever living in a state of just... It would take a while, I think, for you to be able to figure it out. I, I mean... You take someone from 1917 and throw them right and now. just throw them into this time frame, and all of a sudden they can fly, which they've never seen before. They can talk. Yeah, 1903 was the first flight of the Wright brothers. So there's only uh, commercial flights. 14 years after. Yeah, no, was when was the first commercial flight? Probably in the 40s or the 50s. I mean, flying during World War One was not very Even, good. No, you had biplanes. Yeah. Uh, first commercial flight had to be 50s, maybe? 1952 was when they had it, like, actually moving and going. By 1952, they had commercial aviation, a regular type Stewart, of thing. Stewardess. Yes. You could still call them Get stewardess your then, back then. Peanuts. Yeah. Walk down the aisle. Small cup of ginger ale. That's what I get. You get ginger ale. Mm-hmm. That's your and the pretzels. 
that's your drink, drink of choice. choice. Yeah, I'm not 21. <laughs> that's funny. But it's just, it's just crazy that what can come about when thinking about someone being cryogenically frozen. Try and think if there's anything else. It's interesting. I just don't know if I would want to do it. I would. I'm dead anyway. I mean, why I, not? I mean, maybe, maybe if I, maybe if I, I'm 40, mm-hmm. and if I get come down with cancer right now, and I feel like I could, should have lived for another 40 years, maybe I might say, okay, yeah, freeze me and bring me back later on when you yeah, can do this. Do that. But life I think, is so much different. But then at I that think point, if I lived into my 70s and 80s, 90, hopefully I would live to be 100. I think I'm good. I've lived my life. I'm happy. I'm. But when you jump 100 years, you are is it time traveling? literally time traveling. In I mean, sense. you're not you're not transitioning time, but to yourself into your into your so surroundings to your time, you are time traveling. To your present, your present now. I mean, basically, yeah. that's what it was happening on that recent movie called The Passengers. But the Passenger, the Passengers, yeah, with uh, Scarlett Johansson and no, no. Oh, jeez, hold on. You don't have to look it up. Too late. Already doing it. Uh, Passengers was. Why? She was on. She was in the Hunger X-Men. Games. And Hunger Games, too. Tip of my tongue. Jennifer Lawrence. Yes. Boom. So, but on Chris that, Pratt. they were on a ship that was going, I think it was going to take 100 years to go to the planet that they were going to. Mm-hmm. And that's not really giving anything away. But they were, they were going on this 120, 100-year trip. Mm-hmm from Earth to some other planet, and they were kind of being suspended mm-hmm. in these tanks in animation, <laughs> in a sleep, in a in a in, in a, 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 a non yeah yeah mm-hmm. kind of the same process of what we're talking about now, and then they would wake up right before they landed on mm-hmm. this, at this planet, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then some people were doing the trip there, and they were going to stay there and work and live, mm-hmm. and some people had a round trip. So they were going to go there like that and wake up there, live there for six mm-hmm. months or something, and then go back onto the spacecraft, get frozen, and go back to Earth to Earth. Holy crap. Yeah. So, oh, I mean, real quick, was it a good movie? I enjoyed it. Oh. I enjoyed it a lot. So this concept of suspended animation and time travel is almost – I mean, obviously, it's already been thinking about, but it's being more prevalent in media and in, in news. But the definition of time is the indefinite continued progress of existence and events in the past, present, and future regarded as a whole. What the heck did you just say? So technically, in your existence, you time-traveled, but in the whole of time, as in existence as a whole, you did not time-travel. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Unless you were thinking that there's ultimate dimensions and where you can jump back into another dimension that's paradise of time. But 
Yes. But then at the same time, why not why not why not freeze myself and then wake up in twenty years, see how that is? Because twenty years is, is I mean is gonna change that much. But then we also are expanding technologically and socially probably on a more exponential growth than ever before. Does that make oh, any sense? Oh, definitely. That in 10 years, what it, what it took to do from 1900 to 1950 has been achieved in probably 10 years now. And and everything that is being invented now, uh, there's a term for it. Like when the telephone was invented, yes, to it becoming part, like 80% of the population had one, mm-hmm. it's a certain phrase for it. And it took like 80 years for that to happen. <laughs> From when a television was invented to 80% of the population mm-hmm. having it, it took, um, took like 50 years. Mm-hmm. Or the radio, the same thing. Mm-hmm. All these major technology. But now, today, for a cell phone to be invented, to, not, yes. to be in 80% of the population's hands was is so quick, short. Yes. And so not only is technology turning over quicker and quicker and quicker, mm-hmm. but how rapidly we as a society use it Mm-hmm. And incorporate it into the day to day life is so much faster. It's a it's an interesting concept. Uh, it, it would be interesting to see, especially if these doctors believe that they can do something, actually free someone, which in fifteen years, which means that bring them back. Technically, within our lifetimes, hopefully, I just don't see how it's possible. But then again, someone was probably sitting there saying, "I don't see how it's possible to fly to that big blue donut, mm-hmm. blue donut." <laughs> White cookie, <laughs> the moon in the sky. It's cheese, cheese. By the way, but it's not yellow. Well, it's white. And we never went there. Do it's you all know fake? Yeah, the capsule no. lid. We did a hmm? conspiracy theory. Oh yeah, theory. we did do it with Kyle. Yeah, that the moon landing was. Yeah, the capsule hole to come pop out was only a foot round. Whatever. It, really it happened. Good. It happened. And we're going to Mars here soon. Yep. They have a plan in 2020. They have. There's 20 volunteers. How long does it take to get there, did you say? Three years. Hold on. See, they should freeze them for that three-year <laughs> <laughs> Right there. First thing on Google. Hold on. Let's see if you get to Mars. Oh, not three years. There's like thir- three months or something. Six months to travel to Mars. Six months. That's not bad. And I wonder if But they they would have to stay 18 to 20 months on Mars to before you're able to realign your trip. Oh. It it would take roughly two and a half to three years to go to Mars, wait and, and then back. come back. Because of being aligned. Yes, and you have to get well. the gravitational pull of Mars to shoot yourself off and we really need to step up that. And just make a rocket that can go fast. Speed of light. Have we talked about that? I don't know. What would happen in Speed of Light? And we probably shouldn't talk about it now. No, yeah. Maybe we should wrap this up. I don't know. Should we? So the story, the moral of the story is always wear a coat in the wintertime <laughs> <laughs> so you don't get frozen. But then if you do, if you can just go jump outside in Antarctica no, no, no. and freeze yourself. Oh, no, no you'd no, die. You'd, you have you'd to be dead. Pre- but then at that point, they can. forget the antifreeze. <laughs> Cover yourself. <laughs> Take a bucket and dump I'm gonna, yourself in I'm going to go home and drain my blood and put Vader Freeze in. <laughs> you're a vampire. You're going to show up on the video. <laughs> and you're going to freeze yourself. I'm not sure what's wrong with me. There's a lot. Yes. They're going to need a I've lot. I've accepted it. It's just everyone around me needs to accept the fact that there's a lot wrong with me. I've accepted it. Yeah. And that's why we're right here. 
talking about random crap, hoping someone's listening. <laughs> Even though, just to be honest, I've clicked on the it video a hundred hundred and sixty six times to get one hundred and sixty six listens. One hundred and sixty six listens doesn't seem like that much when we have millions. Oh yeah, I know. So, yeah, sorry, <laughs> almost incomparable. I believe Rush Limbaugh was talking about us and saying that we were almost getting as many listens as him. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Wow. He's a pretty big guy, yeah. if you ask me. But we're bigger. Yeah. More mm-hmm. importantly. Yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I did. It's interesting. It is. I mean, and you can keep on going with it. I mean, were you saying I hope you enjoyed the episode to the listeners? Yes. I don't really care if they enjoyed <laughs> it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Well, good. I enjoyed it, too. Yeah. That's what we're here for, a conversation. Okay. Yes. If you enjoyed but it. But once again, if you enjoyed it, keep listening. Yeah. If you didn't. Keep, Keep listening. Because <laughs> it probably be something else yeah. that makes you Because mad. there's probably a lot of you that didn't enjoy it. <laughs> we really want you to come back. 80%. Yeah. <laughs> and it just takes a long time yes. for everybody to get a, yes. to, accustomed to it. But when we could be <laughs> 80% of the population's ears, that would be great. <laughs> That's our goal. That. Where? Just in the township that I live in? No. Or worldwide? Oh, worldwide. We'll, worldwide? We'll stick with it at least. United I'd be happy States. with 75. <laughs> <laughs> what is 75% of 330 million? Uh, that's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, but please leave a like, follow us, subscribe, whatever you can do. We're on Facebook, The Man of Conversation. We, we're going to post the episode up on there. We're on iTunes if you're an Apple device carrier, one of those crazy phones. Uh, download us on there. Leave a like. Leave a comment. We'll get back to the comment if it's a good one. I'm not trying to say your comment's not good, but no. we'll, we'll we'll comment back. Try. Yeah. So thank you. And hopefully, and, and, and like we said in the previous 15 minute episode or however long it was, we're we're, we're definitely gonna try and do at least two a no, month. No, we will. We will. That's definite. We have to. Yeah. We're dedicated. We are needed. <laughs> yeah. This is needed. Just wait until we talk about <laughs> Trump. <laughs> Politics. That you is, love that, that is what I love yeah, the most. Yeah. Well, I could go on and on. Yeah. And on. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. My name is James. I appreciate all women. Just by the way. Oh yeah. That it was yesterday. Was yesterday. Te- technically, when when we recorded this yesterday, yesterday. was the yeah. what is it? International Appreciation for Women or something? Uh, yeah. National Women Appreciation Day. Do men have appreciation days? We don't need them. But do we? No. Get used to it. You don't need it. Sorry. I do find it ironic <laughs> that today so is actually today. Yesterday was the women's yeah, day. But today, today is National Get Over Day. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> today is National Get Over It Day, which happens to be the day after Women's Appreciation Day. I'm not correlating the two, but. Are you being serious? <laughs> I'm being serious. Look it up. Today is National Get Over It Day. Okay. <laughs> National Get Over It Day. Oops. I heard it on the radio. It has to be true. March 9th. See? I told you. And it happens to be the day after <laughs> National Women's Appreciation Day. Uh, There's a big sign, <laughs> big red sign that says National Get Over It Day on the news. <laughs> so. Uh, wow. I'm celebrating that. Yeah. Get over it if you didn't like it. Get over it. Yeah, if you didn't like the podcast, get over it. (laughs) 
if you don't like women marching or whatever, yeah. not going to work, get over it. Yeah. They were, they were striking. You, we can totally change I appreciate this. all the women in my life. I do too. Especially if they're cooking. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm joking. I'm really a good yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a good guy <laughs> that just likes to make fun of James. Yeah, yeah. And say inappropriate things. But thank you guys so much for listening. My name is James. And I'm Paul. And we are the men of the conversation. You guys have a great one.